welcome to my latest podcast. This is the first in a series of three podcasts I'm doing with Asan Lewis, who is an art of timing expert, astrologer, speaker and writer. And today we're going to have a chat about astrology. Hi there, Asan, and thanks for agreeing to chat. Now, I don't know much about astrology other than the horoscopes that I used to read in my daily newspaper. So really, what is it all about? The moment we're born, the starting point, everything has a birth, a start, like our session has a starting point. And cycles are set into motion, planets are in particular positions, and then everything starts moving. And we have our troughs and peaks arising from it. So over the centuries, to cut a long story short, uh, astrology has been used in many ways. Initially it was used for coronations, for wars, for understanding, working with seasons, and the zodiac that we use, 12 signs from Aries through to Pisces, the 88 constellations, that's why we so often, and they do it almost like um, it's set up in advance. Scientists come up with this idea of a 13th sign or 14th sign. Um, yes, there are, but these 12 signs are very close to the ecliptic and they work with the seasons. And our bodies come from nature, I think we'd agree on that. Yeah. Our souls, and I believe there's a soul, comes from elsewhere. But our bodies are from nature and we actually link in very much with the seasons. And I think it's quite important actually, when, particularly when we feel lonely or off kilter, to feel nature, to feel it as a being around us, to breathe with it. And then we get ourselves back a little bit. So later on it was used for more for fortune telling. The early church, up until about the 4th or 5th century, accepted astrology. Uh, then, when the fortune-telling aspect came in more, that kind of took away the concept of free will. The church didn't like that, which I understand, and it was eliminated or, and criticised. This went on over through the centuries. It's always been around. Um, there were some amazing astrologers that could predict things. In fact, William Lilly, who was a wonderful mathematician, alchemist, in Elizabethan times, he predicted the Great Fire of London, um, much later on, it's been used with the rise of psychology in the last century, the 20th century, the map of the psyche. And Carl Jung, the great psychologist, the Swiss one, last century, he used astrologers a lot. And he said it cut through hours of analysis to understand crisis points, turning points, individuals' links with their family line, ancestry. And he said that whatever is born at a particular moment in time takes on the qualities of that moment. That's why an astrologer um, sitting beside me is a book called An Ephemeris where we can see where all the planets are every day. So I was fascinated by the whole subject, the research, the history of astrology. There are many courses you can do to qualify as an astrologer, more and more nowadays degree courses as well. And it takes time. Personally, I feel a lot of damage is done when people just know a little bit. You hear people saying, mm. oh, I'm a bit into astrology. I've started doing charts and my heart sinks. It's not sour grapes. It's um, the fact that a lot of damage can be done. But what 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 is a chart? So mm. say say I'm born on a particular day at a particular time in a particular place. Someone mm. comes to you, then you create a chart. What I is do, a chart? What does a it chart mean? is where all the planets are at that particular moment when you're born, or the day anyway. The moon, which represents your link with your mum, your first years of life, your timings, your, how you like your home. This is just examples. Mercury, how you think. Are you more visual, analytical, practical thinker? Kind of education that would work best. Um, 
So you've got all those planets and they're forming angles to one another. All those planets in our solar system. The signs of the zodiac they're in, they're, they can vary. So you know your sun sign, presumably, the month you're born. But you wouldn't know your moon sign because it changes every two days and so forth. And my job is to translate those into everyday words, to understand um, your character, if you like, how you link in with your family line, how, when is the right timing? And my specialization is timing. So people do ask me about when's a good time to run a workshop, an event, uh, to do a webinar, let a website go live. So you get the kind of landscape as well. Does it need to be more creative? Is it a practical one? Um, is it working with teams? Is it solitary? So I come up with those signatures from the chart, those characters of the mm. planets and signs to give that picture and particularly to have something optimum rising at that time. Now, for example, I'm a Scorpio and if I'd been born at dawn, the sun would be rising in Scorpio, yeah? So I'd be a double one, rising sign and sun sign. But most of us aren't. We had, we're born at a different time. So I was born at 1.20pm. So my rising sign is Aquarius. And that makes me more chatty, communicative, zany. But the, the sun sign, Scorpio, is more private. So you start to get a picture. And it's the same with an event. We need to have the face of it, the rising sign, when it starts that time mm. linked with the place um, to be something compatible with the activity. I'll give one example. Um, clients of mine um, decided to get married and I, I think I'd done most of the family's charts at that point, parents and friends and so on, over some years. And they had a wedding up at Whitehall, so it was quite a big affair, big room. And they said, well, how about one o'clock? I said, well, sounds good. <laughs> on, the, on the dot, you know, to put on the invite. So when I checked it out, the calculations, there was a very, what I call a weak energy at that time. The moon was just changing signs. It wasn't forming strong angles, okay, to other planets. And I thought, hmm, it's off kilter. I said, would you mind moving it to half past one? Um, so I knew between half twelve and twenty past one it wasn't very strong. They did. And it turned out, I wouldn't have known this, I'm not a psychic, that between half twelve thereabouts and quarter past one, the sound system had a big problem. It didn't oh. work. Wedding might have had to go ahead because it was booked at that time, but it wouldn't have been so effective, particularly for the people trying to listen. And as the planets move in their cycles, from the moment you're born, Sally, they will indicate timings of when parts of you want to emerge to come on stage. Okay, so there are many unlived parts of you which haven't had an airing already, and you've been conditioned a certain way and developed certain skills, and those are comfort zones. Often when we get a crisis, which comes to us, we have to think on our, not just on our feet, but we sometimes um, are able to bring unlived parts of us on stage. We never used before talents, traits, I'm sure you've known that. So our inner timekeepers do know, and I often get clients sitting here where you're sitting and they say, yes, I was feeling that. I'm not here to tell them what to do. Mm. They might say, when's a good time? They don't actually mind. Now, I don't mind. So that's a, that, those are the cycles going on. And I say, well, you might want to leave that two months to around about that week. Do you know what? I was thinking of that, they'll say. Yeah. And yet other people were telling me I should do it earlier in case I missed the boat. So when you give someone a chart, what, what does it look? Is it kind of a, a roadmap mm. of... of, of, of mm -hmm of energy patterns or mm -hmm. things that might is it what, what what does it actually mean is it a 
Okay, so you're getting a two-dimensional picture of um, symbols, which are the planets around a circle, and little squiggles which show the angles. Are they strong ones? Are they weak ones? Are they flowing ones? So it is like a roadmap, and my job is to help people navigate. And it's only a tool, it's only one way of looking at a person, but the beauty of astrology lies in its timing. It's always been used that way, initially, as I said, for coronations, wars, um, those kind of things. But do you think that everyone of a shared star sign mm. shares similar? There's some sense. There are. Yeah. There are. There is something in that. Um, the core essence. It's our soul path as well. By understanding the higher qualities of the sign you're born under, um, you're on that kind of soul path. And the sun moves through the signs, um, appears to during the year. So we have an opportunity to, to travel. The planets are called wanderers. That's where the word comes from. And... Each of the planets represent a part of you, healthy or, I wouldn't say unhealthy, but perhaps wounded. Mm. Maybe how you think, it may be your creativity, it may be the dreamer, it may be the teacher, the pupil. We've all got, that's what makes us fascinating, but we're not supposed just to stay the way we are. If I'm feeling a certain way, I might look at the, this little book called The Ephemeris and see, ah, aha, or look at my own chart. Mm. That's where the moon is today. So do you live your own life using astrology? Do you? Would you, for example, mm. say, well, I'm not going to go and do this on that day because it's it's not a good time? <laughs> no, I mean, there's some things, you know, we have a busy life, don't we, all of us? And if I have a choice, um, if I say, when would you like to give this talk? Um, I'll choose a good time and date. Do I want it to be a full house? Do I want it to be a more in-depth session? Whatever it may be. So if somebody comes to you and they want a reading, I mean, how long does it take and what mm. do they need? They ca usually can come or I do it over the phone or Skype or Zoom. And we have 90 minutes. I allow 90. I record it. We get a CD afterwards or a file sent to them. That's the practical mm. side. Uh, sometimes they come out of curiosity. They've always wanted it done. Often they're at a crossroad. And it's funny, in some languages, the word crossroad means crisis and opportunity. And therefore, they want to look at what's going on now. And through the chart, one can look at the ancestral picture, the patterns, which perhaps have created habits, comfort zones, which aren't serving them. So we can update the chart from the moment of birth to the present time, like this ephemeris shows now, this month of July 19. Another book will show somebody who was born August the 3rd, 1988, you know. So we look it up for that day. Yeah. And... I help them to understand themselves more and then to look at the present time and the cycles coming up. So really you're asking people to take responsibility for their selves and their actions, but you're you're yeah, giving them a sort of guidance, mm. a sort of a, yeah. you might like to think of doing this then. So yes. it's really in everyone's own yeah. hands. And also if there, part, there was a part of you that didn't get lived up when you were young and you did something else um, instead, maybe that comes around again and yeah. I'm really thinking of doing that now or as a hobby. Um, or maybe that role was thrust on you due to circumstances. Um, it's a bit like in a play, you know, an actor um, gets ill and somebody has to step in and it's quite rusty. They don't know the script well, um, but they have to learn fast. So it's a little bit like psychology, but the beauty of astrology lies in the timing and it's linked also with genetics and the ancestral. Fantastic. So if somebody wants to read your book, um, The Time Catcher, where, where can they find that? Is that on your website? Yes, it is. Yes. It's one way, yeah, website, definitely. It's on Amazon. Marvellous. It's on my website, azan.com. 
It's a lovely christening gift, isn't it? That's Thank you. Yes, it yeah. is. And then I've had people come back to me or come to me and they say, well, you don't know me, but you did my chart 30 years ago. Mm. My mum gave it to me when I was 18. Wonderful. And if people want to find out more, you've mm. got a website. There's I've seen you've got some interviews on YouTube um, and you've got a blog. Is that right? So I they have, can, lovely. yes. I've sent out and it's all down the website to find. And I think I mentioned www.isanyasanne.com. Fantastic. So, yes, you can tell I love my subject. Marvellous. Thank you so much for chatting. My pleasure, Sally. Thank you.